0: Well, there it is. There was uh, certainly a hockey game we just watched. and um, I don't know. I mean, I've been out on this team for a couple of weeks now, but there's no way they have a chance to make the playoffs now, do they? Uh, the Blue Jackets won. They needed two points tonight. Uh, couldn't even get one. Blew a three-goal lead. I mean, that's got to be it for the season, in my opinion. But uh, as usual, I'm going to start off with uh, a couple stats real quick. Uh, Vortex 19th of the season, now one goal away from the Flyers having five 20-goal scorers. Uh, will be his sixth 20-goal season. It's also on a six-game point streak. JVR with the second hat-trick of the season, fourth multi-goal game of the season. I believe he's on pace for 28 goals now in 66 games. Um, Racco Gudis snapped his 36-game goal drought. uh, And Gudis also capped off a stretch where the Flyers scored three goals on six shots. And Scott Lawton had his point streak snapped at six games. Uh, Also with JVR, he has 18 goals in his last 28 games since January 10th. And the only player in the league that has scored more in that span has been Leon Dreisaitl with 19. That's via uh, Jordan Hall. NBCS Philly, so uh, let's uh, talk about this game tonight This was bad hockey all around garbage goaltending from Toronto garbage defending by Philadelphia. Yeah, that's fair Elliot had some bad goals against I'm in no way blaming this game on him But I think both the Muzzin goals he went back the second Muzzin goal was really fucking bad The first one I don't think was that great either uh, but yeah, they the Flyers left them uh, hung about the drive a bunch of times Flyers looked bad at a lot of points in this game, uh, especially when they are on the power play and Marner and other Maple Leafs penalty killers were just skating through them in the Flyers' zone. Uh, I, I don't know what to say about this game. I mean, they had it. They got out. They should have been. I thought it was going to be a lot worse initially at the start of the game tonight. Uh, Lauren Hartman's out of the game. Go 11 forward, 7 defenseman again. Tron is probably pissed because they lost to the Blackhawks and got decimated by the Lightning. Uh, both not really good games for them. At home, want a chance to bounce back and win. And uh, they didn't come out too strong. The Flyers jumped out to a 5-2 lead and, and blow it. And the second and third period were all all the Maple Leafs. Uh, Flyers even got the benefit of a lucky call. I mean, that, that call in the first period should have been a goal. I don't understand how that... I don't understand how that rule works. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how long the net looked like it was off its peg, but it uh, there, there's no reason why the goals were gonna call back. But even with that, the Flyers still didn't have enough. Um, let's see what let's see what you guys are saying here. Uh, why why bother having Talbot if he's not gonna play? We could have yeah. I mean, I don't understand why. I mean, I do get it, but at this point, uh, we should be done seeing Elliott now. Uh, not because, Again, not because this was entirely his fault, but you traded for Talbot. Uh, he is, I assume, the front runner for the backup position next year. Kind of want to see what he does in, uh, behind this team. And if you know he's going to be the guy next year, kind of get him acclimated to the system and everything, I, I don't know why. Now Elliott should be done, because I, I feel like this game has to be... The the final hey we're still in it conversation point for the Flyers fans that are still hanging on. I mean they they're gonna be I think they're gonna be five points out now and Montreal's still from them and Montreal has an easier schedule and they also play the Blue Jackets again so they have a chance to jump and they play the Flyers again. So if the Canadians win on Tuesday in regulation, it's it's got to be curtains for the Flyers on the season, but. Here's the thing I really want the Flyers fans to think about. Do you really want to see the Flyers make the playoffs only to see them get their asses kicked by the Cavs four games in a row, really? Well, first thing is they would play the Lightning. Uh, and also, I, I mean, the thing is, is I, in general, agree with that concept of why make the playoffs just to get your ass kicked. But at the same time, as Flyers fans, I don't know if we should really write off a playoff appearance just because of 2010. I mean, that's obnoxious to, like, I guess say out loud, but still... Playoffs for the playoffs, you have no idea what the hell is going to happen. May as well get in there. I think they would get swept by the Lightning and probably get outscored by 20 goals over the series. But you never know. Maybe the Lightning, you know, I'll get food poisoning right before the series starts. Flyers get out to like a two-game lead. One and seven or something dumb. Um, Let's see what else is here. Can we please get some Marin ice time and never play AMAC again? Yeah, I mean, uh, again, with this... I don't want to say hopefully. I guess that's the wrong word, but maybe this will be the last game. Uh, the optimists will see as a chance for the Flyers to have a playoff push. So maybe now we will see Marin. I'm hoping now we see Marin and Talbot, because I mean this season. I mean the season has to be done now, and I, I would like to get a jump on some things for next season. I'd like to see if Marin can be Hag's replacement. I want to see what Talbot can do uh, in this system. So. Flyers never won these kind of games. Steve's young and learning. Yeah. uh, That's a rough game to play. Especially against the... uh, You can't play shinny. You can't play pond hockey against the Maple Leafs. And that's what they're starting... They they started trying to do that in the third period. They played into the Maple Leafs' hands and the Maple Leafs' Maple Leafs took it to them. So you can't... Trevor Harris saying Flyers will get swept and lose 10-1 to 1 in four games. Sports are bad. Thank you for all that. I understand why you are a top fan on Facebook. Again, I will never understand this top fan stuff. Uh, they look lost in their power play, especially in the third. Power plays suck for a while. I mean, the power, play, power plays had some really bad... First of all, they don't convert at a, a rate you want them to convert. And also, even some of the goals, the times they have scored in the power play... Some of the times, the rest of the power plays look like shit. They'll score with like 10 seconds left in the power play, and the rest of the 150 is them getting the puck out of their own zone or failing to set up in the offensive zone. It's something like that. But they power play has been out of sorts for a bit. I don't want, I don't want any of this coaching staff back next season. I don't. I'll never understand how Lapierre still has a job. Well, against them, it's just penalty kills suck for five years, and they've changed everything else except for him. Now, Block was supposed to be Hextall's replacement because he killed it in the Erie Otters with David Connor, McDavid, and Andre Burakovsky, and all these people, and uh, hasn't done much in the NHL with one of the best NHL quarterbacks. I I think he's got to go. Craig won't get either. (laughs) Trevor, I would take it as an honor being a top fan. I think you guys should. That should be on, like the first thing on your resume and also in your about section on your Facebook profile. It's just how you're a top fan for Broad Street hockey. Yeah, Jordan, there you go. They're not out. They can withstand one more overtime loss and win the rest of the uh, rest to get 97 points. Like that will happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty much what we're talking about here is a team that was just up 5-2 to two and lost. Beat the Senators by a goal didn't look like they're in the same game as the Caps in either of the games against Washington over the last two weeks. That's supposed to be the team that's going going to go on a hot stretch, rotating 11 forwards and 7 defensemen down, down the stretch, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, it's just it's unrealistic. It's been unrealistic for a while, but it's now getting to the point where, I mean, especially after this game, I, I do. does anybody in here still believe they have a chance going to go into the playoffs? And I'm not... Not doing that so I can brum rush you. I'm asking you because I legitimately don't know who out there actually thinks this team is gonna do it. I don't think they're gonna do it. Uh Vincent why is this team deck decides to start playing after the all-star break? I'm so aggravated with the whole organization. The Codex staff is a joke, the GM is a joke one. Uh yeah, I mean, that does seem to be the flyers thing the last couple seasons, just kind of turned it on probably the midway point of the season. I think part of that is I mean, the team may not be that great, but then the second half, all the pressure's gone, and they know there's nothing to compete for, so they just go out there and play relaxed, and maybe that plays a hand in it. I don't know. Oh, man, you guys have a lot of comments. I like it. I'm trying to keep up. Facebook and my computer suck. Sorry about that. <laughs> all our did, and and hard work has paid off. From a, top, uh, from a Steve Pagano, top fan. Matt Joseph says, I believe there's a chance the Flyers will play 82 games this season. I, I'm i not going to lie, Matt. I, I'm there with you. I have a very good – uh, I have a strong feeling they won't, in fact, play 82 games. You know what's going to happen now is there's going to be some kind of natural disaster and the Flyers are going to get a game canceled, and then the league's going to be like, "Nah, fuck it. They don't need to play that. 81 games is fine. Mark Kier with the Jim Moore impression. I see that. <laughs> if... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Oh no, I missed the cause. Who damn? Who just said it the here it is. Daniel Knight. David Knight. If the if this team makes the playoffs, you'll get Gudis' face tattooed on your ass? Okay. Alright, so now I'm hoping the Flyers make them. They won't, but I'm still hoping for that miracle. And then I want Gudis to have the playoff deciding goal. And then everybody just turns towards you. This game was sad and pathetic. How they fell apart like that just blows my mind. I hate to say it. With luck of the Irish for the Maple Leafs with the, yeah, I mean the well, I mean the Maple Leafs are just just a lot better, and you can't you can't beat them in a high scoring game. Not many teams can. Uh, I actually don't know how many teams would, but no, not exactly playoff hockey. But I, I don't know if you really want to get into a seven five game with the Maple Leafs. I went up five two. I was not confident the game was over, and here we are. It's game yeah, game wasn't over. Uh, Frank, it's overtime to play Talbot and Marin and see what we have next season. Get a couple actual goal scorers for the offseason. We need a sniper. I agree. I'm all aboard the throw all the money you can at uh, Artemi Panarin. Uh, I'm, I'm all about that. I'm on that boat because they uh, they need something. And I think uh, Chuck Fletcher and Dave Scott want to make a statement that Ron Hexall is not here anymore and that they're willing to throw money. Uh, to make this team better. Uh, is it just me or does JBR look like Jim from my office during his post-game interview? <laughs> uh, I think it's the hair. I think that's what that... Uh, I can see it a little bit. I mean, their faces look nothing alike, but I understand. the. Uh, I can see what you're saying there. I honestly wouldn't want to see the Flyers in the playoffs only losing five games. Again, I, I get, like, you know, if they make this push to playing the Lightning, who are one of the most stacked teams in a while in the league, and Kucherov, we're, there's nobody on the Flyers that could probably match up with Kucherov. But, uh, again, you just, it's one of those things you never know when you get to the postseason. Stupid shit can happen. I really doubt they would beat the Lightning, but you never know. Uh, I mean, again, when you're going into the 2010 postseason, I don't know how many people really thought, uh, you know, the Flyers would go that far. But why does this team stop playing when they go up by two more goals? I think that's just the thing around the league. Uh, the Flyers are just worth holding on to the lead. Brandon Point. I don't think Brandon Point's going anywhere, or at least not through an offer sheet. Maybe that somebody trades for him, but. Uh, which I guess maybe uh, maybe the Flyers do, but Point Panarin, one of those guys. Uh, Duchesne, I guess. Uh, and the, I really think Panarin is the is the guy you should be gunning for because he he's can score goals. He, he's a great setup guy. He uh, great underlying numbers, and uh, I think I think he's exactly what this offense is missing. And again. I, this team has not been f- fun to watch for most of the season. When this, when the season was actually competitive, you saw the flaws in this team. However, they're one goal away from having 520 goal scor- scores. Sanheim, Proveroff, Myers, and Gossespierre look good as a top four. And Gudis looks good the, uh, on the third pair. And they're going to have Carter Hart and hopefully a, a backup who's not going to die next year. I'm not going to say they're going to be good next year. Please don't. Hold me accountable to that. I'm saying next year could be better. And if they add a guy like Panarin Maybe a few more additions. I really don't think it'd be crazy that what we expect out of this team This season happens next year and maybe a little bit better, but again Who who fucking knows what this team they'll add Panarin add a couple other pieces And we'll start out like 311 and 2 because this is this is like what they do now. This is their thing Stephen Frank, I honestly don't think the Flyers will land any big free agents. Panera probably wants to get on a win-now team. I mean, that's fair. Uh, at the same time, I, I think it's not so much that somebody – I think well, – I don't know. I mean, Philly overall should be an attractive place for free agents, but I get maybe going somewhere else. Does some of the other teams panera has been linked to, uh, uh, I think Philly's a better option. He was looking at L.A., Florida, and the New York teams. And, I mean, if we're talking about being competitive right now, I know the Islanders are doing good, but there's a lot of uh, smoking mirrors there this year with Robin Lehner and Thomas uh, Grice going nuts. Kevin Hayes and the bread man. I wouldn't mind Kevin Hayes either, but I wouldn't uh, – I mean, I, I just – I'd want something bigger than Kevin. Hitt- like, I I want them to go get a big free agent this, this offseason. I wanted Hextall to go get it. I wanted Hextall to throw everything he could at Tavares last offseason, even if it ultimately wasn't going to work. But I, I wanted them to go get somebody last year. I wanted him to get Tavares or or uh, Skinner. But I think I think Fletcher, I think it's just going to be a different mentality because they want to go out and get somebody this, this offseason and prove that the Hextall regime is over. Really like the Myers and Ghost pair and they play together tonight. Uh, There's seven defensemen. I think they probably played together, but it was just like rotating. They had to throw a McDonald because Hartman was out with an illness. Matt Joseph with the question, uh, uh, an evergreen question, is Neuwirth alive? Who knows? Probably. He's probably alive, but he probably just tore something. So he might, he's probably on crutches somewhere. Go scored a goal. We're still getting ghost trash talk. that what's going on here. Uh, Next season's neat. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Mike. (laughs) Uh, No reason they can't compete for the two to three seed in the Metro. Average goal attending the first three months puts them there. I think that's fair. The thing for the, uh, I think looking at next season, there's a couple. Sorry, I had to get a drink real quick. Couple of moving parts for why next season is a little hard to gauge. The goaltending got better in the middle part of the season when they went on the run and won 16 and 21 games or whatever. Five and five numbers got severely worse, dropped down to some of the worst in the league. So it comes comes with the notion that they can go out and get a good coach and go and get maybe a Quinville or somebody like that, or somebody that has proven systems that work in the league, and those five and five numbers boost, they'll jump up bring a new power play coach that can actually, you know, utilize, again, Drew, one of the best power play quarterbacks in the league. And you get the, and you get the goal timing from Hart. Then, yeah, I don't know why this team couldn't, I mean, I, I don't see why they couldn't be up there as one of the top two teams in the division. I really don't. I, I agree with you, Joel. Okay. So Sam, about that, Sam says Fletcher pulled out the Prezi-Suter signings. They were the two biggest UFAs that year. So a lot went into that. And I, I'm i all for questioning Fletcher and his past moves. But apparently that was more management pushing him to go out and get the two big-name free agents for a franchise that never lands free agent signings. And both of the players are from Minnesota, so they're homegrown kids. And I, th- I think... At that point in time, uh, the owner of the Wild wanted Fletcher to go out and make a statement. So they got Parise and Suter. And they look bad now. So that move I don't necessarily put against um, Fletcher. Unfortunately, what I was talking about, what I think they're going to do, is exactly what got them into that situation there, where the, the, uh, the owner went out and told Fletcher to go make a big signing. And he goes and makes two questionable signings now looking at it. So... Maybe not, maybe not uh, the best. I guess the uh, approach, but I, I think that's what they're gonna do. I don't know. If Coach Q says no to Philly, would you be okay with keeping Gordon? Uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I really don't want Gordon here I, again, just because the main thing I was talking about the five and five numbers. Uh, you know, Haxtall sucked. Hackstall was not the best. He drove us crazy, and there are a lot of uh, faults in his coaching approach. He is get it. He got better five-on-five five numbers out of whatever Gordon's been doing with the team for the last couple months and entire time here. That was the one thing I, I kept saying about Haxtell when he deservedly got dunked on. Was you know the, the old saying is, "Show me a good goalie, and I'll show you a good coach." and the guy never got, I think the entire time Hacksaw's was here, the Flyers ranked 27th in gold in a save percentage. So, you know, it's again, not an excuse for him. Cause that, that didn't tell him to sit the young players that didn't tell him to always ice McDonald and Brandon Manning, no matter what still made a lot of dumbass decisions, but the guy never got a save. Uh, and I and Gordon's getting the benefit of the saves down the stretch here. Maybe not the last couple games, but Overall, he's been getting some stellar goaltending, Uh, and I—I mean, if that goes away at all, I really don't want to see what this team will look like next year with the same kind of systems in place. So I'd I'd rather have somebody else besides—I mean, Quinville and Keith, who is coaching the Marlies right now. uh, uh, There's—I mean, Tippett's still out there. I don't know if he's going to be coached, and there are there are a lot of other like retreads, but I mean, the big name is Quinville and again. Going back to Fletcher and um, Dave Scott trying to drive home a point, getting Quinville will be one of those things that you know kind of grabs fans' attentions and I think would do a lot of good for the – I mean, obviously it would do a lot of good for this team, but I think it would bring in free, – free agents would want to play for Quinville, and I think it would boost up the teams' online numbers a lot. They weren't questionable at the time. Everyone made a play for them, but you're right, the hometown – yeah, yeah, okay. No, no, no. Yeah, every everybody wanted Suter and Parisi. I it was um and they were the two big name free agents, but I think even at the time the contracts were still kind of questionable, right? I mean they were because we're still looking at we are seven seven seasons later and they still have term on those contracts and they kind of look like they're gonna hurt. So I I mean I agree with your original point that he you know, like I, I can understand the being worried about him going in the free agency, but that wasn't really entirely Fletcher, I guess, but it is kind of the same system here. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> Do my family in the Philippines who have never seen an ice rink in their lives could identify hockey talent better than hack the hack. <laughs> John Christopher, top fan, noted. I understand why. <laughs> Do you think they missed a couple calls on Ralph and Drew when the third period was ending? Uh, I mean, uh, maybe. I, I, I'm i not really going to say that they did. But even if they did, uh, that's one of the situations where I'm not really looking for the refs to bail out the Flyers. Flyers kind of fuck themselves over by blowing a three-goal lead. So my initial concern would be maybe don't, you know, blow the three-goal lead and then you're – don't have to worry about the ticket tech calls late in the game. Uh, do you see Fletcher getting bullied in the doing Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, maybe not stupid, but I just mean, I, I think the good thing is, is there's, at least the free agents I'm thinking of, there aren't really dumb things to do in free agency. I think throwing a lot of money at Panarin or a lot of money at Carlson, are they're not, it's not a bad, it's not something dumb. You get Carl's entrepreneur in here, it's not a problem no matter what the term or contract is. They're both guys that are going to be pretty good in the league for a while. I think the big one is, and I forget who mentioned it, but uh, I mean, Kevin Hayes is fine, but maybe I guess the worst case scenario would be you don't land one of the big, big free agents and then you end up overpaying the shit out of Kevin Hayes for something like way too much for six years or something with term. Where's that Banff Brian Elliott, man? Yeah, he, I mean, again, I wouldn't put all tonight on him, but he had some, he had some real, he had some laughers tonight. He had some fucking terrible goals against tonight. Would you take Bruce Boudreau? I would. I think I would. I mean, I'll take him over Gordon. Everywhere Bruce Boudreau is gone. I, I think there's an argument made that Bruce Boudreau is one of the better coaches in the league, but he just gets stunked on because his team's choking the playoffs. And again... I don't know how much you can really blame that on coaching. You know? like Because it's stuff where if you look at the goaltending for him in Game 7 to have just come out and fallen on their faces. I think he has like a sub-900 goaltending save percentage for him in the postseason, which is obnoxious and just extremely unlucky. So I I don't know. I would take Boudreau. Uh, this, I mean, I'll take him over Gordon. Uh, some other names out there, but I, I think I, I would take Boudreau if he was to get fired rumors the Department of Player Safety is going to suspend Elliott two games for blowing a three-goal lead. Yeah, I mean, and Voracek's going to get suspended again, too. The way he abused that puck on that shot. Man, I don't know. The guy's never going to suit up again. I will say that was one good thing. That was one good thing the Flyers did tonight was scoring off the faceoff. The Voracek play, that was a good play by Patrick that set him up. Uh, and Voracek, I mean, unleashed the laser. And then the Gutis goal is off the face-off, too. He made a nice move. To his left, and, and put on a shot from the blue line. Um, I don't want to touch Boudreau with ten foot pole. Yeah, I mean, I there's a Boudreau is a pretty, I think, polarizing coach. Uh, a lot of people like him. Actually, I don't know how many people like him. I might be one of the few defenders left. But all those cap teams won division titles. Uh, the Wild teams win. We're winning the division for a couple seasons. Uh, it's a, and then the postseason, I mean, it's a thing where they get to like a game seven and then his goaltending falls flat on his face. Again, I don't know how that, I don't know if that's really, you know, the goalie or like the coach's fault. If it's literally just the goalie shooting his bad, like sh- shooting the bad every single game seven. But. Would you make a Mac coach next year? since the team loves his leadership. Uh, no, I can't take every player doing the starfish uh, while the puck's on the defensive zone next season. For compet- for comedic purposes, yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah, sign him up. But yeah, no, that's not going to... AMAC will 100% have a job with the Flyers when he's done because that's how this organization works. If you play for the Flyers, you will eventually get a job for the Flyers somewhere down the line hence the reason why one of the former flyers has been the PK coach for about three years too long it's all gritty's fault don't put any of this on gritty please don't put anything don't put any of this on gritty he's the only shining light uh, that we've had this season as the fact is Big, dumb face and googly eyes walked into our lives. Uh, I want him to be Hag's life coach next season in regards to Andrew McDonald. I mean, you know, I i, I mean, I, Hag's already pretty much modeled his game after Andrew McDonald, which is, which is not cool in my opinion. But I can definitely see him being a part of uh, McDonald's life. Get rid of Holmgren. You know, I, I've kind of thrown that idea out there, but then other people have told me this is uh, a lot of decisions aren't his fault. But I I kind of feel like the uh, the franchise needs to kind of distance itself from from Holmgren and and uh, you know Clark was kind of poking his head back here earlier in the year when Hextall got fired. Loved Clark as a, I mean, I love what Clark did for the franchise as a player, but at the same time, I mean, at some point we're going to get away from all these guys. Stephen Frank with a very good point. He is a national treasure. Please don't ever, yeah, don't ever come for Gritty. I don't know. Uh, Again, I don't know who threw that out there. But Don't you ever trash talk gritty again? That's the one thing you can't do on these post game chats with me. <laughs> Everything else is free game. I'll listen to it, but uh, let's see here. What is this question? Okay, what's Elliot's goalie uh, GAA has to be more than you know? It's funny, Christian. They had a, they were trying to pump up Elliot in the middle of the game. They had something about how he has the lowest GAA across the league over the last eight years. If you're wondering how important of a stat GAA is, it's not very important. It's very based on context with uh, what team a goalie is playing behind and also uh, how many shots they're facing. Oh, my God. That fucking song tonight that the Leafs kept playing, I couldn't stand it. Although, if I, I imagine if Gritty was dancing to it, it would be a different approach. But, yeah, that song was driving me nuts. Now Let's see here. Maybe we can now see more in the season yeah no that's what I I'm hoping again I'm hoping I don't know if hoping's the wrong word but uh, I'm I just got something about uh the, the top fan thing I don't got this but um <laughs> this just I got a big update in the middle of my page about top fans I don't know why but what was I talking about oh I think the playoff dream has been dead for a while. Tonight's got to be closer to the team realizing that they're not going to make the playoffs. If it is, I'm hoping that we just see Talbot and Marin for the rest of the season. Honestly, I'm fine if we don't see Hart for the rest of the season. There's no reason to risk him getting hurt or anything for the rest of these useless 10 or 11 games or so. Just let just let Talbot play. Give Elliott a couple games, too. Uh, but, yeah, I'm all about Talbot the rest of the way. I'm all about switching Hagen for Marin. Gritty for head coach, he can shoot t- uh, t-shirts at the ref. Yeah, I'm all about uh, gritty behind the bench with a t-shirt cannon. Probably tops Quinville behind the bench for me. I'll I'll watch the Flyers lose if it's funny. So if they go 082 and 0 next season, but Gritty just calls timeouts and shoots t-shirts t-shirt cans at people. Okay, I'll watch. Like I'm, I'm here for that. That's fine. And I'm sure he would. And also, whenever he got that first win, he would be the first mascot to win a coach, or win the NHL game as coach. So, a lot of positives for Gritty being the head coach. Our goal song is the worst. We need to change it. I agree. I don't even know what the hell the goal song is. I remember you used to really liking and caring what the Flyers' goal songs were. And then, once it got to Mupps, Light Em Up by uh, Fall or whatever the hell that song was, I kind of gave up on it. I think Dupe was the last really, really good one. Didn't mind uh, Len ups, but, you know. <laughs> I saw Gritty take someone out with a Christmas wreath. The monster is dangerous. Yeah, he's he's real dangerous. I mean, you kind of want that presence behind the bench. The scare players in the playing well. Uh... One more with the the goal song changed so bad. I'm surprised Gritty hasn't complained about it yet. Can Gritty Gritty can't actually talk though, so it'd be kind of hard for him to complain. Although he could do he could do like the cue card thing, so I guess he could complain about the songs. Uh, But yeah, I mean the goal song, that's the least the Flyers can give us this season. If they change the goal song before the end of the season, I think Flyers fans will be happy. If you give us heart, Gritty and a new goal song before the end of the season. I think you could have told us whatever the record was. I think we'll be fine with it. I also... My theory is... Uh, so, I do the podcast fly properly with Steve. And Steve, back when we were at Flyers Faithful, wanted to make the goal song Whoop, There It Is by Tag Team. I believe it's Tag Team. And uh, I like that idea a lot, but I also wanted... I want the Flyers to commit to whatever goal song they use they play in its entirety just to piss off the other team so pick out some obnoxious seven to eight minute song play that song all the way through and then, if the, and then if you score again like five seconds later that team has to sit there and listen to that entire song again actually one team you will get the first team to ever quit a game in the NHL like could you imagine Like, you get scored on you have to listen to like Stairway to Heaven and then after the next face off, a weird ricochet off the boards results in the puck going into the net because the went behind the net. The Rangers will quit that game immediately. If nobody's sitting around, they're not gonna listen to that song again. Get the fuck out of there. Uh let's see a Gritty Head Coach, A Mac PK coach, Jonesy as the PP as the PP coach. Yeah, I mean that would be uh that probably be the best outcome in terms of coaching. Besides, you know, the whole Coinville thing, but you know. Boys to men. Boys to men's Motown Philly. <laughs> a Will Smith song would be cool, too, yeah. Uh, yeah, St- Steve already said Stairway, too, yeah. A Will Smith song would be cool. Uh, yeah, well, I think Welcome to Miami would just be funny for a Philadelphia team just because it's it's dumb. Also, going off the Led Zeppelin thing, I think Achilles' Last Stand just after every single song would be obnoxious. And you just let it ride out, just all ten minutes of that song. So then just the opponent's like eight minutes on, and like, what the fuck are we, why are we doing this? Why can't we just drought the puck? Uh, Who let the dogs out is another good choice. <laughs> this is, I didn't expect this the, this postgame reaction to go this direction, but I like it.
1: <laughs> Gritty head
0: coach with Keenan and Pronger as assistants. That would be be literally the scariest. Uh, Donald Bashir is the equipment manager. And then, uh, let's see, who else would be really scary? Riley Cote. Well, no, not Riley Cote. Riley Cote has seemed to be a rational, cool guy after his NHL career. Or, I mean, he may have been during his career, but he's done a lot of fighting. You know, it kind of gets a little muddy there. Yeah. about the Big Bang Theory uh, theme song, uh, I'm gonna say no, just because I can't stand the Big Bang Theory. I don't know if that's gonna, I don't know if that's gonna work against me in this chat, but not a fan. Although that would be, I think if you had to hear that more than once a day, I think that would drive me insane. So yeah, yeah, let's do the Big Bang Theory uh, theme song. Mm. I'm trying to think of what else, what else happened tonight that I could touch on real quick. Talked about the goals off the face-off. I talked about, yeah, the the Matthews goal. I think should have counted. Uh, I mean, I'll take the Flyers getting a break, but I don't, I don't know why that did not count for the Maple Leafs. I know the net was off its off its pegs, but at the same time, I, like you knew the puck was going to go in. It, it didn't matter if the net was on the pegs the few seconds beforehand. Or if they were on while the puck was actually crossing the line that had no impact on Matthews actually scoring there, so I I, I don't understand that call I wouldn't have liked it if it was the other way around against the Fires. so <laughs> The Titanic song yeah uh, The Moose look more like Bullwinkle tonight. That's very good. It's a good one. I like that Dave Schultz for GM. Moose Dupont as assistant GM. These are good this is good. I mean, you guys are just—you guys are great in the content tonight. I like it. Just get to make fun of how bad the Flyers are. Gritty's Secret Service. <laughs> I do. So I will say I do enjoy Gritty's uh, uh Secret Service. I don't. I don't know who thought of that, but that's a pretty, it's a pretty funny twist on a uh, Gritty's appearance and everything. So. All right, so uh, they play the Penguins on Sunday, and then they play the Canadians on Tuesday. They, I mean, every win from here on out, they pretty much have to win. They have to. I, I mean, at this point, they, these are two very big games coming up. Just because they are teams somewhat close to them in the standings, they're not catching the Penguins. They're not catching the Hurricanes either. I don't know why they. They keep mentioning the Hurricanes in the same breath. They have to just clear the Canadians and Blue Jackets now. That's what it comes down to. I, They might clear one of them. They're not doing both. Uh, I just don't think they are. And I think tonight really put a big damper on them, even clearing the hurdle of one of them. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know why Bill wasn't here tonight. He will be here on Sunday, though. Uh, I said last time, I didn't think I was going to be doing another one of these for the rest of the season. Gonna say that again and then I'll probably be here in like two weeks talking to you about a uh, eight to five loss for the Flyers route four nothing or something. So it'll be it'll be pretty sweet. I'm I'm excited for that. So I'll see you guys then. But uh as always, thanks for sticking out with me at oh, times ten thirty seven on a Friday after that painful Flyers loss and not actually going out and you know, being happy and enjoying time doing other things in life. So, again, thank you very much. And uh, listen to Fly Purpley every week. And I will catch you guys later.